Well, the game may be over, but the best Hawkeye analysis is just getting started. This is the Jethro's Barbecue Sound Off. Ross Peterson and Travis Justice are taking your calls. Sound Off. This is your home for the Hawkeyes. News Radio 1040. WHO. It wasn't exactly an offensive juggernaut, but uh, Michigan beats Iowa today 10 to 3. The Hawkeyes lose for the first time in the season, falling to 4 and 1 on the season. Uh, and Michigan improves to 4 and 1, and Iowa still has not beaten a ranked team on the road, Ross, since the year 2015. Yeah, you threw that one at me in our pregame Facebook Live video. And it kind of took me off uh, off guard a little bit. And I, I would like to know how many games that is. It seems like you'd have two opportunities a year yeah, on I, average. I think it was like like three or four, maybe. Right. You know, Iowa State screwed that up for us this year. If they just would have stayed ranked. <laughs> you could have snapped that streak. Wouldn't be talking about that right now. 284-1040. Right, anyway. Let's uh, start off in New Jersey. That's where John in New Jersey is. And, John, uh, you have the floor. Guys, thank you. Paul, uh, you were asking a pertinent question that I wanted to say. Uh, Nate Stanley in his Iowa career is 0-6 against top 35 defenses nationally. Wow. He is 1-6 against teams that are or would finish ranked in the top 25 in his career. I like the finished in top 25. I feel like that's a much more important stat. Uh, that loan? Yeah of the team that finished in the top 25, the 2017 shootout at Iowa State. All right, John, where are you? I know. I, I mean, I hate to be, you know, try to simplify things here, but where are you placing the blame? I feel like I see a lot of stuff on Twitter. Brian Ferentz, Kirk Ferentz, Nate Stanley, offensive line. Uh, I, well, first, before I place blame, I just wanted to ask you guys a question. Kind of lighthearted, kind of in jest, but uh, kind of pointed as well. Was that a ball game or was that a Pornhub video? Because Nate Stanley was on his back taking a pounding all day. <laughs> That's a good and joke. I, I, I appreciate that joke. I appreciate the joke. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that would make me drink. And after the Carson King Bush beer thing, I'm about to crack open some of my own. Uh, that was atrocious. Uh, and I don't know where the blame is. Um... The the only thing that I saw right was uh, the rub route that you saw the crossing patterns that took time to develop, but because they were blitzing everyone and their mother on every down, uh, and we've seen this in the Kirk Ferentz era. That's what Iowa would the Iowa State would do whenever they would play us. That's what uh, teams will do. That uh, they will shut down the zone uh, blocking scheme of Iowa in a run game. I think the one-yard total rushing has to be the lowest rushing total of the Kirk Ferentz era. Here was my question, guys. We just came off the best total offensive performance a week ago, and you saw that? Now, there will be an Iowa nice mentality. Well, we still got the whole season ahead of us, and, you know, well, we were expecting to lose to Michigan, and, you know, next week it's still a big game, and, and this, that, and the other. But, but, but John, uh, hey, uh, you say those mockingly. All those things that you just said are true. I mean, you saw the only thing that was really lost today, as I told Travis this when the final horn sounded, the only thing that was really lost today was you're not going to play for the national title now, right? You can still play for the Big Ten title with, with this loss today. 
And and I do think there's a lot of season left. I mean, I, all the things you just said there, even though they can, can come across as excuses on the heels of such a horrible performance, they're all still true. Yeah, they're all still true. But, I mean, do we honestly think that uh, the Hawkeyes are going to be playing in Indy in December uh, with this type of a loss? No, no. But, again, the things that, the things that you just said there are still true. At the beginning of the season, I thought they were going to lose to Michigan. And then we started off the show. I know that you, the iHeartRadio app wasn't working right away, uh, so you may not have heard this, John. We started off the show by saying this it's it's oftentimes not if you win or lose with fans it's how you look when you're losing and today they looked awful losing that football game so many mistakes well, and, so many self-inflicted and John injuries. before you keep going and, and the reason that is they have not turned the ball over they have four turnovers they were the least penalized team heading into the uh, in the Big Ten heading into this game they have eight penalties was it yeah, uh, for, yeah. For, sixty some yards, and, and they probably could have had more for how many times they were trying to hold. As Sean Roberts pointed out to us during the game, he's like, you know, if, if they're not holding, Nate Stanley's getting getting sacked. So you know, who, who knows how many more holding penalties could have been called? Um, and, and then you throw in just you know the special teams wasn't great, the kick punt, the kick coverage, the punting. Now the wind had a little bit of uh, to do with that, but it was just people can handle losing if you straight up get beat. But if you beat yourself, yeah, the way it looked it is, is what drives people nuts. That's what drives me nuts. Here's my thing, uh, is, and we've always seen this. Whenever uh, it, whenever Iowa cannot dictate the tempo of a game, then fans get frustrated that it seems like Iowa doesn't make adjustments to then uh, counteract what they see a defense doing. Mm, that's so, yeah. You guys probably. You guys probably saw the zone blocking isn't working, so now they're going four and five wide out of the shotgun to buy Stanley time. Because everyone knew Don Brown was going to blitz everything in the kitchen sink today. Don Brown's but, getting a lot of love. Yeah, deservedly so. Running, back, running backs were missing assignments, and when they would pick up the assignments, the only things that were free were the rub routes across the middle or drag routes that were taking too long to develop. The only guy that would be able to get open in space was Tyler Goodson, but because he's a freshman, you don't trust him to put him in a position on every down when he was the only one that was making plays. Nate Stanley couldn't hit people in in space and throw deep balls because people weren't getting separation. What do you do when a Michigan offense, except for one huge play, Shea Patterson threw for 83 yards, and looked like garbage today. That game was there. And the thing is, if you've been following Hawkeye football for 25 years, I was telling it to my friends here in New Jersey. They're like, you're still in this game. I'm like, we're not going to win. When you turn the ball over four times on the road, the other team puts the ball on the carpet twice and they pick it up, and we can't hit the broad side of a barn. We don't win these games. John, thanks, buddy. We love, love your passion, man. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. 284-1040. Let's go to Ellen in Webster City. Ellen, uh, welcome to the Jethro's Barbecue Sound Off. Good to have you back again. Hello there. How are you guys? We're good. How do you, you feel about today, Ellen? Are you angry today, Ellen? You know, I was. I, no, I wasn't, I wasn't really angry. At first, I felt bad. And then I started reading the things on Facebook. Uh-oh. Family is trash. The coaches need to be fired. 
their Iowa football is no good. I mean, on and on. And then I got mad. <laughs> I mean, I feel sorry for him. Don't get me wrong. God, I'm a huge Hawkeye fan. And I told you, a nasty one. But I'm trying to be nice today because they didn't want to lose any more than we wanted them to lose, you know? No, I I get it, um, Ellen. And, and the thing about it, and, and thanks for the phone call, we appreciate it. Um, the, the thing about it, Ross, is that this is the way the Iowa offense is built. I, I know people see all these fancy offenses out there. That's not Iowa football. Iowa football is built on running the football, which then opens up the passing game, which then allows you to be you, you know a little bit more um, dynamic, a little bit more diverse. However, if that running game does not open, it makes you one-dimensional, and it will not, it will not succeed. I, I, you know what's coming from Iowa. And what they do is they try to wear you down, wait for you to make a mistake, and capitalize on that mistake. Michigan did not make any mistakes defensively. Iowa really didn't make any, defense def- any mistakes that defensively. One. That one, that's it, that led to three points. The biggest mistake in the game was the first fumble on, 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 from Iowa when it first got the football, which gave Michigan the ball at what, the 20-some yard line, and it scored a touchdown. If Iowa's offense cannot be somewhat 50-50 and it becomes one-dimensional, Nate Stanley's not going to beat with his arm consistently. You have to be able to run the football. His arm gets better if the guys behind him have some legs behind it. Two eight four ten forty. Travis, you hit it on the head. He's got to have time to yes. do something. Yes. Yeah. It, this is. You can be mad at Nate Stanley today because he was not perfect. Hundred percent, he was not perfect. And I don't think you're going to get anybody that says Nate Stanley was fantastic today. Uh, that, I. But I. I don't think anybody should be putting the blame on him for today either. I think this is a good one. I just saw this. Uh, this uh, come across from Coach Ferentz, and maybe you even have the audio of this. Travis, but Mark Emmert tweeted this out. Uh, Kirk Ferentz on Alaric Jackson. Quote, that's on me. You play a guy who hadn't played in four games. He's going to be a little bit rusty. He's not going to be as sharp. You anticipate that. He'll come back quick. He'll be a better player next week. I'm confident of that. End quote. I think that even everybody seems to be on the same page here right now. You can't do much when you're just you're dropping back a step and getting throttled. And he was getting pushed oh. back, dominated. But he wasn't the only one on that offensive line getting dominated. No, not just Jackson. It's the, it was the whole group. Yeah. Right, right. And and it's, that's the frustrating part, man. That's the strength. Yeah, if, if the strength of your team does not show up and it's the weakness, that's a serious problem. 284-1040. 284-1040. This is the Jethro's Barbecue Sound Off on News Radio 1040 WHO. Hey, Joe. Your turn, Hawkeye fans. This is the Jethro's Barbecue Sound Off. Sponsored by Cookies Food Products. We're now Mutual Reinsurance Company, JLM Gun Shop, Schottenkirk Chevrolet, Waukee, and Jethro's World Famous Barbecue. Empty backfield now for Stanley. He's hit, thrown down, sacked. First of the day. But Stanley's been pressured. He loses five, and all of a sudden, it's third and 15. That was the first sack of the day. Little did we know there would be seven more to follow after that. Plus, how many quarterback hurries did you have? 
like six. Oh, a bunch. Yeah. yeah. Tackles for losses way up there. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it, it's a bad, bad day for that offensive line. You, you, you know, Ellen called back. Uh, uh, angry or, or – is it angry Ellen? or, no, or she it called nasty herself. Nasty Ellen. Self-proclaimed nasty Ellen. Now, she would just want to let us know that she's not going to be calling in next week because she's got to go to Florida because her grandson's getting married. Well, here's the thing about next week also, Ellen. We're going to be on the air really late. Yes. Now, really now Ellen, if you do have the iHeartRadio app and you just got done, you know, doing the bunny hop in the in the in the uh, in the dance, you know what I'm talking about. You do the the bunny hop. Sean's going. What I, the hell's see, a bunny hop? I, I knowing you, and yeah. I, I don't know what the bunny hop is, but knowing you, yeah, and knowing you that know Ellen what the was, bunny hop is. Knowing that Ellen was headed to Florida, yeah, I was worried that the bunny hop is like you know referenced in some Motley Crue song or something like that. <laughs> no, no, no. That would have been Girls, Girls, Girls. By the way, uh, the, the Dollhouse, the, uh, the Dollhouse in Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. Or the, or the bunny hop in Fort Myers. Yes, but no, the bunny hop is uh, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's an old wedding dance, maybe. Uh, okay. The bunny hop. Yeah, you've never heard of the bunny hop? I think I know what you're talking about here. So kind of like the, the chicken the, dance in the and hop, 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 hop. hop. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I went to CCD class. <laughs> this has nothing to do with Catholicism. <laughs> 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 Two eight four ten forty. Maybe Sam it does. Maybe in it does. Arbor. Maybe Welcome, it, Sam. Maybe it does. Hey, Sam. How you doing? Hey, oh, okay. Sam. Sam, you yes, there? Sir, What's up, Sam? Yes, I'm calling from Ann Arbor with the Road Warriors on our 32nd anniversary trip to a Big Ten road game. Good for you. That's an awesome tradition, Sam. That's really oh, cool. You know, it's a real treat. You know, we were disappointed in our performance today. That's for sure. Um, you know, I think uh, Michigan beat us at our own game. You know, I felt like I was watching. Uh, yeah, it, it was just a bloodbath out there. Uh, you know, it doesn't help when you're. I don't think that they should have thrown a Larry Jackson in there. He's a little rusty. You know, obviously, when you suffer eight sacks and turn the ball over four times, you don't put yourself in a good position to win the football game. So, you know, we put ourselves in a hole early there with the first carry, you know, coughing the ball up. Uh, put your defense against the wall, but this team still got a lot to play for. Next weekend we got big. We got Penn State at home. Still got big a chance one. to go to the Big Ten championship. Yep. And you know, for that being said, I hope all Hawk fans turn out next weekend, seventy thousand strong, and are black and gold, and we take them to the house. You know, I've never known a Big Ten. Or I've never known a Kirk Ferentz team to lay down and take. And take punches on the ground. So you know what? I bet you they'll get back up, stick it in their face. And I got the Hawks next week, big time. And you can put you can put your money on that. Well, go to the William Hill Sportsbook at Prairie Meadows, and we'll do that. <laughs> the William Hill Sportsbook. Oh, we'll be there. All right. Uh, yeah. Now, if you would have told me before the game started, I would allow ten points, and they lose. I, I would have. I would have been. I would have been out of my mortgage. Yeah. If you'd have told me that the Hawkeyes were going to run for one yard, I probably would have done the same thing, Sam. Thanks, Sam. Oh, my gosh. Yep, appreciate it. All right, drive safe, drive safe on the way home. I think all this oh, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah Sam, congr- and, and con- congratulations on the road trip. That's an awesome tradition. It, it is, because I don't have friends like that. I, 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 you're, you're like, you and Sean are like my only friends. So I don't... We're friends. Did you just up me? What's up, We're friends. Well, and that's the, that's the truth. <laughs> um, I do want to make a correction because I've been screwing up all morning, all afternoon. Is that uh, the fumble led to a field goal, not a touchdown? 
so, uh, whatever. Yeah, whatever. It's a blur. No, sure. I know. I know. There was so much scorn today, Trav. I can't keep them all straight. Let's go to John in Des Moines. Oh, sorry, Mike. Uh, John in Des Moines. Yeah, Mike, we're coming to you next. Mike, Probably. what's up? Oh. Yep. Come on, guys. Yeah, yep. yep you're, you're on. How you doing, John? Oh, sorry. sorry. Yeah, I'm going to put this game on uh, on the coaching staff and, uh, and the quarterback. Two reasons. Okay. One is how many sacks did we have today? Eight? Yep. All right. Stanley did not get rid of the ball. He held on to that frickin' ball forever, which is fine. It's better than a fumble, blah, blah, blah. But he needs to get rid of the ball, number one. Number two, the you know, they're too predictable. Let me ask you guys a, a, a question here. If you got two teams and one team has superior talent overall athletically versus the other team, how do you beat them? Being unpredictable? That's right. When Hayden Fry came to Iowa in the first four years, we were at a Rose Bowl. He took inferior talent. He was very creative. He used a gadget play now and then, blah, blah, blah. Offensive line today, I'm not going to put any any blame on them. On uh, One positive note, I will give the Iowa defensive secondary some good, uh, good reports. Uh, that's, a, yeah, that's a good one. Because I I was worried about that going into the game today, but they did a great overall. I think the secondary did a really great job. So Stanley needs to get rid of the ball when he's got it, and he's in the hot spot. John, thanks for the call. Thanks, Appreciate it, now, sir. I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna counter a couple things that he has to say. Here. All right, all right. Is that you, you can't be predictable. You are predictable when nothing else is working. This is what I'm talking about. You, if you turn into a one-dimensional football team, you become predictable. If you're unable to run the football and you're forced to just throw, okay, if you run it to the left, right, up the middle, and it doesn't do anything, sure, it looks like a crappy play. You're like, oh, my God, they know what they're running. Well, of course, everybody knows what I was going to run. Let's talk about the trick play or the, the wrinkle, as they want to call it. You have to be in a pretty good position, and it almost that almost dictates on momentum, right? Did you ever feel, Ross, like, now's a good time for a wrinkle? No. No, there, it was just because if you do it and it fails, then you're criticized for that. You're really in a no-win situation when it comes to the, to the, to the, to the wrinkle and the trick play. Those are all timing-type things. Those are momentums. Where are, you, where are you going to see it where you don't think you're going to see it? Hell, when you're getting stuffed... What are you thinking at that point? They're going to try anything, absolutely anything, to make that thing work. All right, we're going to get to Mike in Des Moines, but he, Mike has been on hold for 35 minutes. He's been very, you know why? very, very Do patient. Do you know why? Because this is God's favorite but radio But you're not going to believe this, man. We also gonna, we might get to hear from our buddy Tommy from Des Moines. No, yeah, really? Yeah, we haven't heard from Tommy for a few weeks. We were even talking earlier in the game about how uh, we haven't heard from Tommy. We're interested to, uh, to catch up with him. So, if you're there, stick on hold. We've got a couple of people that are listening on the iHeartRadio app. We're going to uh, be checking in with Hawkeye fans all over the country. Travis, you see this? I did. I mean, it's, it's, we've, been in, we've been in Ann Arbor. We've been in, we're going to go to Florida. We've got all, all over the place. Uh, 284-1040 is the number to call. 284-1040. You can reach out to us on Twitter, at SoundOffWHO. Uh, a lot of people sounded off on Twitter as well, so... Just keep in mind, we're here till 7 o'clock tonight. It's group therapy session. Um, lots of stuff to break down. Lots of stuff to talk about. Lots of stuff to get off your chest as Iowa loses to Michigan by a score of 10-3, to losing its first game 
of the season. He's Ross Peterson. I'm Travis Justice. This is the Jethro's Barbecue Sound Off on News Radio 1040 WHO. Urologist Ted Wilson. It's your turn, Hawkeye fans. This is the Jethro's Barbecue Sound Off. Sponsored by Cookies Food Products. We're now Mutual Reinsurance Company, JLM Gun Shop, Schottenkirk Chevrolet Waukee, and Jethro's World Famous Barbecue. Now they have a fullback, Ross, and they're winged out. Balls fumbled on the first play from scrimmage. And I don't think Makai Sargent's knee was down. Iowa's turned it over on the first play from scrimmage. Travis, stop, man. Will you play the good highlights? There are no good highlights. Oh. I can play Nate Stanley getting sacked seven more times. No? I do have a question for you. Since you never knew what the bunny hop was... (laughs) What are you laughing about Sorry, in there? I could play Nate Stanley and Saxon more times. <laughs> you, you're drinking sun-kissed pop. What are What's you right, for? What are you, why are you making fun of me for this? Because you're an adult. You're drinking like straight sugar. It's orange soda. No. Flavored with other natural flavors. There's nothing natural, natural about flavors. that. I'm sure there's water in here somewhere. I've just never seen anybody over the age of 10 drink sun-kissed pop. This has high fructose corn syrup in I'm supporting the Iowa economy. <laughs> <laughs> tariffs, a, tariffs be damned. I'm going to get my corn syrup. 284 1040. Let's go to Des Moines. That's where Mike is. Mike, welcome to the Jethro's Barbecue Sound Off. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Not a problem. Hey, uh, I just I basically heard everyone really go over everything already the turnovers, the sacks, you know, everything that killed us. But I haven't heard anyone talk about, you know, how bad. How, how bad do we miss our tight ends from last year? I mean, and are we. Do you think we're lacking a tight end this year that can make some big plays? Uh, yes, I think that's fair, Mike. I don't know how much... Today was is the only example we can use, right? Because for the first four games, absolutely not. But moving the ball around the field was a key to this offense. Before the game, de- they're breaking down on Fox Sports 1 how dynamic the Iowa passing game has been because of the route trees that Brian Ferentz has implemented that he's basically borrowing from, or stealing from, the New England Patriots. They were in, uh, on a national broadcast. They're breaking down how dynamic the Iowa passing game has been so far this year. So up to this point, no, I don't think it has been. This today, Nate Stanley completed balls to six different receivers. Not. I'm just the, saying the lack. I'm just saying the lack of our tight ends. Yeah, I know. get that. I get so. To, so let's look at it today. I, it absolutely would have helped today if you had two. If you had Noah Fan or T.J. Hawkins well, in there, it, that and, were and security blankets like those guys were. I, I don't think there's. Yeah, that, Mike, that's a fair point. Yeah. Anytime, I don't care what position it is, Mike. You take two first round draft picks out of right. your arsenal, you're probably going to suffer a little bit, no matter what position it is. Right. Absolutely, and that's, that's kind of what I was getting. I just made today's game. You know, we yeah. really yeah. did this today. And then one more thing, I just want to say, I think we're going to come back Saturday. We're going to fix all our problems on the offense, and uh, I think we're going to come back, be really loud. I think Kinnick's going to be crazy, and I think we're going to get. Big W that we. I, I think that that's the right way to look at this, Mike. I know it sounds sunny skies, optimistic, and all this stuff after a loss, but the things that happened today, primarily what I what I'm keep referring to is the offensive line playing so poorly. That's something that can be shored up. You can that they can give Nate Stanley more time. They can uh, open up holes more for the for the running game. They have in the past. So 
One more thing, guys. I, I just want to say one more thing about Goodson. I love that kid. I, he is quick. Yeah. I think one thing he needs mm-hmm. to do is just be able to pick up blocks a little better, you know? That's mm-hmm. one thing that our running backs really lacked that today, and I saw it today. Big time. Disappointing. Yep, big hey, time. Thanks for the call, guys. Thanks, man. And thanks for waiting on hold for so long. Hey, I, I, I do have a question for you because we brought this up. We thought there might be a little bit more angle, anger, a little bit more disgust. I think people looked at this game and said, two evenly matched teams. I thought there would be a little more uh, or people upset about Iowa beating itself because yeah. of the penalties, because of the turnovers. Do you also think a little bit of that is, is the history factor here? It was Michigan? It was Michigan. It, it's, it's the big house. You have a team that has over 900 career wins in its football history. It's like college football royalty in a way. Do you, do you think there's any part of that to where you still go, well, you still got to respect the M. You still got to respect what is – and Sean's shaking his head I yes. Yes. I think you're right. Yeah, it's like okay. Yeah, has, even has, though even though we beat ourselves, even though we 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 had horrible penalties, we, we had all these turnovers. We had the ball inside the thirty yard right line there the with the yes. in my opinion. But yeah, but it's Michigan, it. and therefore, as long as we kept it close at Michigan, you can deal with that. Huh? Yeah, that Travis, I think that, that that's uh, maybe that's maybe putting too fine a point on it that it's Michigan. The fact that it was a game. At the beginning of the year, a lot of people thought you were going to lose. Yes, you kind of resign yourself to the fact we, that eh, we all did that in July. I mean, once once the Phil Steele and the Athlons came out, we all, we all get ready for college football. We start doing the wins and losses, yeah. like win, 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 ah, loss. I yeah. mean, that's what you do. Right. But but it doesn't change the fact that Iowa could have, and maybe should have won this game. Hundred percent. That's exactly, and that's what's so frustrating yes. about it. Even the, as you start to lay out those details again, and I remember the Hawkeyes having the ball inside the 30-yard yes. line in the fourth quarter. Down a touchdown, moving the ball for the first time. 284-1040. Shot ourselves right in the pinky toe. Let's go down to the great state of Florida where they don't have any state income tax. Sean, welcome. That's why Sean's there. That's why. Yeah, Sean, Sean, do you live in Florida? Yeah. Uh, See, so you're a smart dude. South Florida. South Florida, too. South Beach? And it's hot. Oh. I'm in uh, Cape Coral, Fort Myers area. Okay. Travis, Travis shelters all of his money down there, Sean. So that's... No, it's in the Caymans. Oh, okay, well, good. Just let me know where it's at. I'll help you out with it. <laughs> okay. Thanks, man. What do you got, Sean? Well, I guess my frustration is we have a senior quarterback that started for three years. We have a coach that the, the consensus is he's one of the best for – halftime adjustments and, and tweaking things and making things better. We have supposedly one of the best offensive lines in the Big Ten, if not in the country. But yet, over and over and over again, we know they're going to blitz. I mean, going into the game, we knew that's what was going to happen. We can't figure out how to stop it. Our quarterback can't figure out, hey, I can't take five minutes to take time to look over the field and pass. I've got to have my guy either pass it or get rid of it. You know, I, I don't. I, I just don't get why we've got all the costs in place where all these people are supposed to be at the higher end of the conference and the higher end of the country, but yet we look like we're freaking Middle Tennessee playing Iowa last week. Other than the defense, I'll give the defense. Oh, yeah, defense played really good. Right. But offensively, that was pathetic. I mean, for for having a you know a quarterback that the NFL is looking at. Linemen that the NFL are looking at, you know, I don't see it. Man, 
Sean, thanks for the phone call. Appreciate it, man. Are you speechless? I am speechless I, about thanks, that. Thanks, man. I, I, mean, you I, know, yeah, I, think, I, I, I agree with him, right? I think Sean wanted to vent. I think he's looking for your insight. I think he's looking for our insight. I, I, I don't blame him. Do you think it's, and this is just what I take from that call, is it because Iowa always will either put a lot of people in the NFL, and he says NFL guys are looking at the quarterback, looking at the line, and then you go out and you put this performance up, how are we not able to beat a team like Michigan, where I think they match them athletically today? I really do. Yeah, and he, there was a caller earlier that talked about how you know you've got to go to gadget plays when a team is that much better than you athletically. I don't think that was the case. I don't think that Iowa yeah. is. I don't think what? Iowa's outclassed by these teams. I don't think that you've got to get better players. I think today, yeah, they show, show ske- me they, where Michigan was better you. athletically. They, yeah, yeah Alaric, and I don't. I don't want to keep picking on Alaric Jackson. He didn't have a great day. The offensive line played really poor. Multiple guys in that line had bad days. But you were out-schemed. They kept running dudes at you. I mean, Sean, at one point on a third and 20, you called the play. The, the, tra- the traditional third and 20 draw but see, play. Okay, if, and I'm, I'm with Sean here, and I'm with, I'm with you. Show me where Michigan was that so much superior athletically. I, I don't think you can say, which should make us even more upset. Yeah. Right? And that's the thing. When he says, you know, the, the, an offensive line that's supposed to be one of the best in the country, they are one of the best in the country. Today they didn't look like it at all. Who? The Iowa yes. offensive line is one of the best in the country. I mean, you're gonna have, Reputation-wise, yes. You're going to have two guys in the yes. NFL next year. you get possibly two first-round draft picks in Jackson and Wirfs. 284-1040. Is this who let's I do, or, Let's do it, man. Let's do it. It is time to talk. It's been a long time, Tommy. Where has he How been? you been, dude? How are you? Not about the Hawks. How you doing, Tommy? I'm doing fine, and uh, this will be my last call because the call for is a joke. And the reason I say that is you have to have Gary Goff and do all the talking. You can ask the question, but you can't talk to the coach. Now, for the Iowa game, I will come, I'll say two things. Two things. Number one, we don't have a running quarterback. And number two, uh, Michigan was holding our receivers throughout the whole game, and not a single call was called on them the whole game. I mean, I caught uh, holding throughout the whole game, yet our offensive line looked like crap, but uh, still... Stanley gotta learn how to run the ball. If you don't, then I will get killed by Penn State. What do you think? Uh, I the times and Tommy, I understand what you're saying. Let's let's dissect this down a little bit. Is that I understand what Tommy's saying. And the times we have seen Nate Stanley run a little bit this year, it's been productive, right? Because yeah. it's almost like that wrinkle. It's You don't expect him. Yeah. We've seen Nate Stanley be effective on his feet. Now, is he... Is he going to run four four speed? No. Is <laughs> right. he going to have right. that option? You know that that triple threat. No. But when he's able to be a little mobile, and I think we even saw that a little bit today when he got outside adds, the pocket, it, it adds a dimension. It, it added a little right. bit dimension. I won't disagree with, with with Tommy on that. We're never going. I mean, he's not built the way 
and Adrian Martinez is. He's not built a lot of ways that that, that uh, even a Shea Patterson today is, I think, is a lot more mobile than, than Nate Stanley. But I will agree with him if he gets outside the pocket, if he's if he does tuck and run every once in a while, we've seen him be effective. Now, against maybe a little inferior competition of what Michigan was today. Yeah, and what Penn State's going to yeah. be, which is kind of what Tommy's question was also about. What do you do next week to make sure that you don't get a repeat of this? I've had several conversations with players about holding from the offensive line, but I think it also goes to defensive back. There is a holding on every single play in football. It's about how you do it. There is a, they look at where your hands are. They want to know, you know, if you're on the offensive line and you're inside the numbers, they're going to want to go. You move to the shoulder pad to the back, you're going to get called. And I'm sure there's just this exact same way they do it with defensive. Right. But, you know, it's, it's, not how, it's how you're holding, yeah. not if you're holding, I'm, because I, that's happening every single I'm play. I'm actually surprised cause it took an hour for a caller to say that because that was one of the things you and I thought would be that – the officiating was bad today. We we don't ever come on here and but I don't say, think it I don't think it affected the game. I didn't say yeah. yeah. I, didn't, I didn't think it did either. But there were several times throughout the game where we're sitting here going, "Ooh, there was a hold on that play they missed. Ooh, that was a pass interference that they missed." Tommy, I hate to be simplify it again so much. The, I think there's one thing that the Hawkeyes need to do better next week to have a different outcome. Protect Nate Stanley. Protect it. And don't turn the football that, over. There you go. Two things. The four turnovers is when you... Yeah, but if they only run for 50 yards, if they don't break 100 yards on the ground next week, they're well, not you, winning. I think, Travis, you take either one of these things away. The eight sacks or the four turnovers, and the Hawkeyes win this football game. I would take the four turnovers away before I took away I, the eight I, sacks. I, I'm saying, I think you could take either one of them away, and you or the penalties. There's a third thing to throw into the soup. Travis, Dave, Carl, Joe, Andrus, Kevin, stay on hold. I have a feeling we're going to be six deep until 7 o'clock tonight because that is a mark of God's favorite radio show, which is the Jethro's Barbecue Sound Off on News Radio 1040 WHO. Neurologist Ed Wilson. Your turn, Hawkeye fans. This is the Jethro's Barbecue Sound Off. Sponsored by Cookies Food Products. We're now Mutual Reinsurance Company, JLM Gun Shop, Schottenkirk Chevrolet Waukee, and Jethro's World Famous Barbecue. Here they come Look at again. That. Stanley's going to be sacked for an eighth time. I mean, that's, you talk about a train wreck. Incredible. Playing the the highlights, I'm fine in here, Ross. I know you think I'm being negative. Well, I mean, come on, you but don't there have... just ain't that much good stuff. There's a couple of good plays in there. I remember you cutting up. I was listening to you as you were cutting up highlights. You came across a couple of good a couple plays of, in there. Maybe we'll get to them in hour number two. Okay, two eight four five nine six six. The field goal. Let's talk to Dave, who's calling in from I eighty. Dave, thanks for calling Jethro's Barbecue. Sound off. How you doing, sir? Good, good. Thanks for taking my call. You bet. What you What you uh, think about today? Well, I, I think that in the, in the big scheme of things, this is the kind of game that helps the fan to really see the difference between good and great in this program. When you take the bird's eye view of the great Iowa teams over the last forty years, this is exactly the kind of game that they won. With uh, you know uh, coming down to the last possession against the traditional power. Now this is just one game in the season. They've got an opportunity to to do better, but this is a clear strike against this team being 
a great Iowa team, no but they can recover. Yeah. The one who can't recover in my mind is Nate Stanley. To me, this is the final nail hmm. in the coffin of him ever being considered a great Iowa quarterback. This guy, three of those eight sacks, and I like Nate, he's good, but three of those eight sacks were completely on Nate, not getting rid of the ball when he had the opportunity to. That grounding penalty was atrocious. No third-year starter, let alone great quarterback, would ever throw that ball. And I'll even go far, so far as to say that that interception on the goal line was boneheaded. That ball should not have been thrown. Uh, given the stats that the guy from New Jersey gave earlier about his history the previous two years, Nate, you just can't consider Nate ever as a great Iowa quarterback with Hartley been long. You know, it's now, funny, Dave, I'm not, I'm, I'm not sure if you've listened uh, throughout the year. We actually we kind of teased this conversation. Yes, right? I mean, said, it, it's, we've, we've held off judgment. We have, Dave. We even said when people were calling in earlier in the year trying to place Nate Stanley in Iowa's history, we said, yeah, you got to give this time. This year is going to be the one that tells exactly where Nate Stanley is. I cannot argue a word with what you said. In fact, I don't know. I've seen a lot of this type of thing on social media, Travis. I've seen people saying, listen, this is the Nate Stanley we've always known. This is the Nate Stanley we're going to get. He's good, not great. Yeah. And, and let me, I mean, I, and I went into this season still holding out the opportunity that he could be great because he shows you those flashes. I mean, he threaded some balls today that, that were great. But I really do think this is the final nail for that conversation. The, la- the last thing I want to say, just to try to be a little positive, is I think that on the defensive side of the ball today, these guys made a statement that they could be one of the better or great Iowa defenses. Yeah. I saw nothing to complain about in any way, shape, or form. They did everything a defense could mm. be asked to do, and they did it with some guys who hadn't been playing in a while coming back and playing really well. And, and, I, and Dave, I remember sending out a tweet, and thanks for the phone call, yep. I remember sending out a tweet yep. that said, this Iowa defense is dead tired right now. And I, they still... Uh, I, I can't remember if they held him to that second field goal that made it ten to three, or no, it was the missed field goal where you're like they were even dead tired and they still found a way to make stops. Uh, I don't disagree with him that. Now it sounds kind of cliche, but I could make the argument how he said the difference between a good team and a great team. Define what great is. I mean, I, I need to know what your definition of great is. Is it a ten win team? Is that a great team? Is it eleven win? Or you know what what is great? But I think that's always the difference between all great and good teams is the ability to find in games like this a way to win those close games. Yeah, it, being disciplined. Let's use Clemson last week against North Carolina. It found a way, even though it dropped from number one, but great teams right. find a way in those crucial moments on the road to make a stop when a team's going for two for the win. Let's talk to Carl, who's calling in from Burlington. Carl, thanks for the phone call on Jethro's Barbecue Sound Off. How are you, sir? I'm doing good. How are you, fellas? Doing? doing well. Good. Hey, Carl, what, I want you to know, just before we get started, I was in Burlington for the first time a couple of weeks ago. Love the town. I thought it was a beautiful town. It is. Yep, right on the river. Yep. Um, you guys might remember called in about after the Iowa State game, you know, kind of questioning our defensive line a little bit. Um, I still think there's question marks there. Our defense played great, but how good really is Michigan? Who have they really played? I mean, Wisconsin just smacked them in the mouth. Um, I'm still a little concerned about our defensive line pressure. Um, So, thoughts on that. But the other thing I really got to say is, 
our blocking scheme up front. I mean, we've been running the zone since Kurt Ferentz has been there. So our, the defenses do not play the same. Look at the, how the players have evolved, you know, from 10 years ago. We need to come up with some sort of a scheme because the defensive linemen today are way more athletic than, say, 10 years ago. You know, you had your your 6'7", 280-pound line. Carl, we'll get to you. We'll, 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 we'll get to some of these when we get back here. WHO, Des Moines, and iHeart Radio Station. And on your HD radio, KDRV HD2. News Radio 1040, WHO. Right now, today's top stories from Des Moines News, Traffic, and Severe Weather Station. News Radio 1040, 